time gone. It is uh, uh, such a fun time, not to just be celebrating 10 years, but to be in this amazing space for our 10 year. And, uh, and we're here because of one reason. It's just the obedience to a call of God on a, on a community to come together and, and touch the lives of those who never heard of Jesus ultimately in the community and built a church off of 1 Thessalonians 2.8, which says we love you so much that we were delighted to share with you not only the gospel of God, but our lives as well, because you had become so dear to us. And uh, uh, we just love what God has been up to for the last 10 years in this community. And ultimately, you saw there in the video, we started off of a prophetic word from an evangelist speaking at a youth camp when we were youth pastors in another church and, and spoke a word into us that nine months, you're going to give birth to something. And who would have thought that actually to the day, nine months later, we would find ourselves approved and saying yes to starting a church in Bonnie Lake. And that's when the journey began. We started gathering with people and brainstorming what this thing would look like. And uh, it, it, it's it come so far since then. We never we never envisioned ourselves being church planters, Dana and I. We looked at each other and went, we thought we were going to be youth pastors forever. And, uh, and all of a sudden, the Lord just started crafting and calling and nudging and uh, rallying people around us. And there's an interesting scripture that says this. In Romans 13, 7, it says, Give to anyone what you owe them, and pay your taxes and government fees to those who collect them. But listen to this part. Give respect and honor to those who... Jesus. I'm not going to do this fast. I thought I was going to be able to make this. To honor those who are part of the God's dream and, and rallying around a community that we love so much and would dream. What is it that would allow people who never met Jesus in their life to experience him? Well, we need to serve them. We need to love them and what do you call this thing? Like, how do we go forward? And, and the group of people that came together to do that, a number of them are here today. The Groves, Tim and Jodel Groves, and Chuck and Brandy Dorsett, and Jason and Sheena Thomas, right there. And uh, wait to everybody. That's the lunch team that would gather with us in our house. I think nobody else showed up that's on the lunch team right now. Let's see who it is. Okay, so the... Uh, like, I just can't say enough about what happened in those meetings. Actually, one of the things that happened was they told me my original name for the church was no good. Do you remember that? It's like, hmm, elevate. Wasn't that what I wanted to call it? Yeah, because you're thinking the mountain and the elevation and the plateau. And, and they're like, that's too youthy. Why don't we use your life verse? First Thessalonians 2 8. Let's call it open life. So, who was it that even came up with that? It was not me. And uh, but we said that's what it should be. Jason, was it you? I think no. Maybe you're not taking credit for it. Just taking credit for that cool dude. Okay. Um, 
So we're like, yeah, you know, brainstorming around that, and, and it was really a collective effort. That was so cool. Now, this is so open life, and we'll talk about this in a moment. We're known for our presence in community and generosity and some different things in the community. That was all started through Brandy herself. She was the community engagement person that found the first opportunities with the school, with the school district, with the Chamber of Commerce. All of that, it was incredible. All the sound that has been running seamlessly for the last 10 years, and the gray box still, does the gray box still exist, Jamie? I can't even see it. Uh, no, it doesn't. Oh man, so it's all gone now, Chuck. It was like, that. this was, this is the first day without your system running. Isn't that crazy? Uh, and then Jodell set the culture of groups, and oh, this is crazy, the logo, was Jodell's find for Open Life. That's so crazy. Tim set up all the business, because I had no idea about any of that. And uh, finances got us through our 37 cent moment, is what we call it. But the moment we realized in the fall of 2010, we spent everything. We just promised thousands to a school. So uh, it was that awesome moment that we all swallowed a lot of pride. And, uh, and then the culture of groups and just being authentic and genuine. Jason like, paved the way for that. And uh, the hospitality cultures and systems, and it's just what an honor, right? Now, Rick, who's on security, there's a few who have been with us like since the beginning, and uh, Rick and Ida, they've been here since the beginning. And Rick, ultimately, that guy has fixed more trailer wheels, more flat tires, more uh, things. I mean, there's a number of people who've just been here along the journey, and I just have to say, like. Think, dream come true, right? And uh, so we give you honor. Thank you, guys. So we went through meeting at the Regal Theater. We went through meeting uh, after we ran out of money and had to get out of there. It was so expensive uh, that we uh, tried to find a school and they. We thought we were going to be at Donald Eisman Elementary in the middle of no houses yet. And then uh, we, and they ended up saying, no, we're doing work there. So we ended up at Victor Falls Elementary. And we, we loved it. It worked great. But their floors were falling apart. So then we were like, what do we do? We go to houses? Where do we go? There were no schools available. And finally, the school district said, you know what? We'll open up the high school. We've never done it for a group. But let's see if it works. And they've loved having us here. So much so that 10 years later, or 9 years later, ultimately, they said, would you meet in the Performing Arts Center? Would that be okay if you could do that? And we were like, heck yes it would. You know, we were just like, unbelievable. So here we are, working out the kinks. We put a lot of time in to try to not make those evidence that exist right now, so far. Uh, but uh, our big idea, ultimately, today that we're going to walk through is this. Uh, we are people leading people into a growing relationship with Jesus. Like that's what Open Life's mission is. That's our big idea today. Ten years of people leading people into a growing relationship with Jesus. It's not about a place. It's about a people coming together to do stuff. And, and Tim Mullins, one of our uh, board members, wanted to capture in this window of just giving honor where honor is due, capture a, a, a moment here. So the mic is yours. The floor is yours. I think it'll turn on eventually on its own. Hello. Oh, there we are. Woo! Actually, I would love on this theme of honoring for all of our staff and their families actually to come up. 
Come on. Come on, come down. Come It'll take a second. Come on, Jaden. Come on down from up there. They've got a ways to, to go. So that's okay. That's all good. Come on up. Do you want them down below or coming all the way up? Wherever they're coming. I love it there. Okay, they can stay. Oh, yeah. So I'd love to board um, Alicia and Natalie to come up and join me as well as, um, you know, as we honor, speaking of honor, um, just honoring the staff and the countless hours and efforts that they put into making Open Life what it is. Um, and I just feel like it's in, you know, we felt like it was important that we took the time to <laughs> we just walked extra far down the hot hallway. But we just felt like it was important for us to honor them, right? And um, I know I'm so grateful for each and every one of them. And I mean, Jaden was running around trying to make sure everything sounded perfect this morning. Uh, everybody sounded great. Um, and just wanted you to know that uh, we're going to honor them in two ways. And first of all, there's going to be a gift for you guys later this week um, from Open Life. And then also for everybody, there is some journals that we have at the back table. Um, after service, please go back, sign them, tell, send a special message for them that how much you love and appreciate them. And um, that's where we wanted to Honor. So the last thing we want to do, though, is we want to go ahead and, and pray over them. So, Father, we just thank you so much for the leadership that you put in place for Open Life, God. We thank you so much for everything that you have done, the visions that you have, you have given them, the, the faithfulness to carry out those visions over the last 10 years. And as we move into this new season, Lord, this 10th anniversary and, and the new facility, how fitting is it, Lord, that we begin to launch towards a future ahead. Lord, I pray for a special anointing upon each and every one of them, that as they go forth, that they will be able to proclaim the gospel to this entire plateau, so that your vision will be fulfilled. Lord, we just thank you, we commit that together in Jesus' name, amen. Hey, while I still have you guys here, I'm going to be cheesy for a second because, you know, I always do token gifts every once in a while. Uh, some of you know that. But uh, I have for each of you a decorative key ring with each family here. Connected. There we go. That uh, just to know, like, your involvement. Uh, as a part of this team, you're so key to everything that happens. I'm so collaborative, even as I've already mentioned, just like the ideas of all this. This is a, a team effort, and you guys are so valuable. I just wanted you to have something that you could remember, like we're a part of this team the first 10 years. We're turning the page, and now it's like the next 10. We're key to what God is going to do in the future. And we'll look back 10 years from now and and maybe that'll be sitting somewhere in your house like some things are in ours that remind us of 10 years ago. And you'll go, man, remember when we did that and we're a part of that mission. So thanks for being a key part of everything that God is doing here. Invaluable. Love you guys. Appreciate you. And uh, yeah.
There's five keys because there's five people on the team right now. If anybody else would have been on the team, I could not have bought this. So, so um, five keys. There's probably more I wanted to say, but I, my notes aren't there. So it's all good. Hey, wild applause for these guys. I don't trust that I can jump back up. I can jump down, but I don't think I can jump back up after a knee surgery a few weeks ago. Don't tell the doctor I jumped down. Okay, moving on. Oh, jeepers. Well, today, um, we, we want to celebrate a few different things, and the first thing we want to celebrate is that we're present with community. Yeah, that's one of our key cultures. It pretty much what everybody thought our mission was the first five years. Like you ask them, well, what's something like all about? Well, they're present with the community. Everywhere the community is, they're there, right? And uh, again, thanks Brandy for setting that up. We, were, we did that and like lived that out. And Isaiah 58.10 says this, feed the hungry, help those in trouble, then your light will shine out from the darkness. And the darkness around you will be as bright as new. So we've been able to shine. And uh, your light, wherever you go, it shines. And that's so powerful. Matthew 5, 25, 34 to 36 says, Then the king will say to those on his right, Come you who are blessed by my father, inherit the kingdom prepared for you from the creation of the world. For I was hungry and you fed me. I was thirsty and you gave me drink. I was a stranger and you invited me into your home. I was naked and you gave me clothing. I was sick and you cared for me. I was in prison and you visited me. The stories of impact of open life hugely revolve around our presence in the community and what we've been able to do, not only by being present, but by being generous and from replacing a hearing testing machine, got the ball rolling for the summer school district, whether it was handing out candy at the Regal Theater on Halloween nights, or whether it was replacing or, or providing scholarship funding to a kid who wanted to play basketball that had never done it, and we bought his shoes and his jersey and everything he needed, whether it was exercise balls for a fifth grade classroom to use to help kids focus. We've done crazy stuff in the name of generosity and serving this community, but the two biggest things we're probably known for are the community big give and the school supply give. Watch this video. So incredible. In fact, the, the image right there in the middle of that, too, of the school uh, teacher's lounge at Liberty Ridge Makeover that Danny led. What an, there you are. What an incredible moment that was as well, partnering with Liberty Ridge Elementary through Christmas supplies. I mean, the videos could continue like crazy, but we don't want to have you here until 2 o'clock or 3.40. Or there's nothing important happening this afternoon, is there people want to get to? Um, uh, so, yeah, I just look at that, and I think the community give big gifts specifically. That first year, we had 12 volunteers there doing the whole big gift. Like, we stuffed bags at Albertsons, drove them over, handed them out in the snow at the school. And uh, so to go from 12 volunteers 
to uh, now we've had over 3,000 uh, having been involved over the course of the last 10 years. This year was way too many. We're going to cut it off next year. Man, there was as many volunteers as there were meals. And uh, so you've served 6,000 meals over the course of the last 10 years, which is fed. Yeah. That's fed 26,000 people at Thanksgiving. Through, and that's only talking about Thanksgiving. We send all the extras to the food banks that then go to their Christmas programs and uh, the different initiatives that the communities are doing that they support. Like there's a, a feeding of hundreds in Sumner that all their turkeys and everything is from our overage. And this year is the first year we fulfilled a dream from the beginning. And that was we've always wanted to cut checks back to the food banks for what they've invested into the event. And we raised enough from the support of the community that we were able to do that. We, we gave each of them every bit of dollar they invested in the event back to them, right using right into their Christmas and now their new year. So your generosity has inspired hundreds in our community to come together and make an impact. That's why we said it's not what we can do as open life, we quickly realized, no, it's what we can inspire the community to do. You're a part of something really, really, really special there. And I just have to say thank you for being all in with that. Uh, our, our, I just, I can't say enough about how cool that is. Uh, not only are we present with our community through like the community to give and stuff, but today we celebrate that we're generous. And, and we have been from the get-go. Part of that whole being present with community is our generosity. You've given back to this community through what we've called strategic generosity since day one. Over $318,000 has gone back into this city. And that's not counting the rent towards school and, and the, the, when we flipped the script from paying an organization like Regal that all the money was going to work Colorado to renting a school so all the money has stayed right here at home. And I, I look at that kind of this stuff and just go, $318,000 gone to the mission field and gone to impact this community through so many more things than were highlighted today. And I look at uh, you know the little amount the first school supply gift that we got out of one car, right? A little while, we're just supplementing what maybe they needed to, when many years, we gave 100% of the supplies the whole school needed. Really, for the last six years, we've given 100% of what they needed. Not always 100% of the school supplies. When they changed the boundaries, they changed the system. So how cool is that, that we've been able to support a strategic partnership with a school for this many years? Um, your generosity helps us where it hurts, both locally and globally, we say. Supporting areas like hunger, education, foster care, relief, justice for the oppressed, and taking the gospel to unreached demographics. And uh, we'll be sharing a lot of vision around that next Sunday. You do not want to skip it, ultimately. Uh, but I can't wait to see what we're going to make happen next. Because it was a few weeks ago, I was sitting there and I just like, and I was actually so pumped that we were writing a check back for Community to Give. And I, the thought came to me, we haven't even thought of that. Like in 10 years from now, we'll have something completely bigger than the Community to Give. Somebody here, you probably have an idea, a vision, that we're going to fan into flame because your vision's our vision. 
And so we're people leading people, right? So I was like, I can't wait to see 10 years from now what else is rallying the community together to transform lives. And uh, so I'm so pumped about that. Um, and the best way that people can experience Jesus for us to serve them. So what are we going to come up with? I can't wait. If you have an idea, let us know because we can't wait to do it. Uh, the third thing we want to celebrate today is that we are people helping people experience Jesus. And we're doing that both locally or globally. And it's part of that generosity as well, ultimately. Uh, we reach way beyond Bonnie Lake. Uh, we believe the most powerful way that you can share Jesus is not just through coming and, and, and having messages told to you and stuff, but to get out and do uh, what the Bible talks about. And so missions has become such a critical thing that we do. Romans 10, 14 through 15 says, how can they call on him to save them unless they believe in him? How can they believe in him if they have never heard about him? How can they hear about him unless someone tells them? How will anyone go and tell them without being sent? That is what the scripture says. How beautiful are the feet of messengers who bring good news. Watch this. Yeah, I, I can't say enough about the impact that we've been able to have uh, through missions trips and with our missionaries. And I think that's one of the hardest things for us to grasp is when we're saying, man, we're setting aside 10% of everything you give. It's, it's so easy to not realize the depth of impact you're literally having around the globe. Like entire islands that have never heard the gospel are hearing the gospel. Villages with, with girls that have never gone to high school are going to high school because of you right now. I mean, you just, in Bangladesh, we haven't even shared that next week with you. Uh, but I just like, I'm so excited for what God wants to do and is doing and has done. But the mission field is just such a special place. I'm pumped that we now have in place an opportunity that we will be able to go on mission trips every year. And you just heard it there. We're going to plant a church in the Dominican Republic uh, with, with Veos. So pretty pumped about that this, this summer. Uh, what great memories we have and life-transforming moments. And uh, I hope that you don't hesitate to make yourself show up on a trip and coming here and start planning now because how beautiful are the feet of messengers who bring good news. And you bring it through your generosity, but you bring it when you go in a special way. And it makes the gospel come alive to you. Your generosity has allowed the good news to spread around the world to unreached people groups. And that's why I, I love to talk about ultimately you. Let me read this passage, 1 Thessalonians 2.19. After all, what gives us hope and joy? What will be our proud reward and crown as we stand before our Lord Jesus when he returns? It's you. It's you. We could share all the stats and stories, but it's you. Ultimately. You're the transformation that goes out into this community. And our fourth and final thought ultimately is today we celebrate the people and the people who lead the people into a growing relationship with Jesus. Tens of thousands of hours of volunteer service of loved on people in this community. Um, over a hundred people have made a decision to follow Jesus through open life. 
73 had followed all the way through to water baptism. In fact, we have a little video about that. And while this video plays, if I could have to stoke some lemons, make your way up, that'd be awesome. Grab seats. Oh, I grabbed one tall stool. Does that feel awkward? Here, I guess I have two tall stools. Give me a short, you get it. Don't want to make you feel short or anything. That is kind of hilarious. Uh, hey, I want to introduce you to families because it's all about stories, right? And uh, the, the Stokes here are brand new to open life, really, within the last few months. And uh, you sent me a message on Facebook a while ago. You were just being grateful for the impact of open life. Just, do you want to share anything about how open life has impacted your thing? Yeah, so Dennis and I have, um, we started being engaged uh, about a year ago, and um, since then we met Danny, Jaden, um, Megan, um, Matt, <laughs> <laughs> Mandy, Corey, and um, Todd, and, uh, oh my gosh, I'm forgetting everyone's name. <laughs> no pressure. A few friends. <laughs> there you go. Anywho, um, they uh, introduced Open Life to us, and we, you know, it's just, it's been amazing. I mean, there's so much that's happened into our life in the last year, and we're just beyond thankful to be here and be regulars coming here now. I mean, we've never really been a regular at church. We've, I've never really actually called Jesus, Dennis hasn't either, and it's just changed our lives in so many ways. That is cool. So re-engage was the initiation of that. Do you think everybody that is married should go through that? Absolutely. No matter where you are in marriage, you should. Free flow, free engage. If you haven't signed up, do so today. If, and then if you know married people, they should sign up this week. Okay. Uh, it starts after the Super Bowl. Does the Seahawks are going to be in that game? So anyway. Sorry, Minnesota. Anyway. Uh, yeah, I look at that and I just go, uh, what a cool thing to see. You guys excited to see your kids excited uh, and see you plugging into groups and and I wanted the church to see what someone who is new to the mission of open life and new to a relationship with Jesus completely new in our community the Stokes are that family and uh, they're one of many that are sitting here but I just wanted to invite them up anything else you want to say at all in a ten year congratulatory way or whatever you want to say. We're just beyond grateful for you guys, and the sense of community we have now that we didn't have just a few months ago is, is huge. So um, Chelsea and I try to lead a life of intention with everything we do, and um, you know we've kind of let go lately, and things just are going in the right direction, and it's great. So that's cool. Well, we have the Lebanons sitting here as well. You uh, get to see their faces, and and get to. See Corey's zeal on worship and Mandy's passion for leading out, and uh, uh, so we're we're pumped about this story because I, I think the Lebanons show you what ten years of open life looks like. Uh, do you remember coming, kind of searching for a church? I don't know how many years ago it was, but it was nine or so, right? What was going on? You, you were new to the community. Yeah. I, so I had just gotten back from college, um, started my job at Mount Meadow Elementary as a music teacher there, and my mom and I, we call it, um, we call it church shopping. That's probably not very 
PC, but um, we were church shopping and um, had visited a couple of different churches in the area and um, were not excited about them, um, but we came to Open Life one weekend and um, my aunt uh, actually invited us and she said, you have to go, Open Life's great, you'll love it as soon as you walk in the door. And my mom and I walked in the door and we're like, oh, we like the music, we're like, oh, this is Hillsong, we recognize that. And then um, we liked just the atmosphere, it was laid back, nobody was like waiting for us to find the special seat, like new guests sit in the front row kind of thing, that was not Open Life. You sit wherever you're comfortable, you wear whatever you want to wear, that's your, um, what you're comfortable in. And um, the message was just striking, like, you are a human being walking through this daily struggle, but Jesus is on your side. And that's where we're like, hey, we like that. So we kept coming, and um, it's catchy. It is, it's up here. It's it contagious. It spreads. Um, I think what's so powerful um, is that Jesus strikes you when you least expect. And um, to see our baptism video again, and to see like all the people who are like the littles who are now babes who got baptized, and um, to watch my mom get baptized, and my sister, and my brother in law, and then to watch my dad <laughs> baptize my niece. I think there are just things that um, we take for granted as a believer. Because that is powerful um, in our daily lives. We don't have to wait for a Sunday for that to happen. And that's the community that Open Life is for us. When you first came, your prayer was Oh shoot. Were for your family to I, find a place where they yeah. could come to church together. Yeah, um, I grew yeah. up not going to um, we were raised Catholic and um, it was far and few between. We were uh, what we called the Yeah, you know, we had that we had that term. I can't remember now. But it was the chief, uh, Christmas Easter family only. You know, that's the service you go to. Um, and I, my prayer was, I want my family to be plugged in, find a place that's home, and go every weekend. And that's, <laughs> that's where we're at. Yeah, God has answered that. And I love the fact that you can see that in the baptism video. Yeah. And uh, seeing your family serve and just dive all in. You've gone from helping out every once in a while on music to being a BGV to then all of a sudden sharing duties of leading and stepping into worship leading and then going from that to stepping in as now the, the worship director for all of Open Life and, and just watching that progression from walking through the door to now you're one of the key. You're one of the keys to Open Life and it just that is a story that I just wanted everybody to see because you you might be sitting here today going, man, I wish my family knew Jesus. Here's an example of an entire family who's been able to find, follow Jesus, love and serve Jesus, go all in with their church. And God's taken someone from being an attendee to now serving in ministry while still serving the community, married a dude who's followed Jesus and was baptized with you and, and uh, uh, still roots for that team in Minnesota. But anyway, uh, you shared a kicker with us for some reason for a year. I don't know why we did that. But I, I look at that and just go, uh, you know, it's such a it's such a privilege to, to think. And for all of us, I want you to wrap your mind around 
the fact that there are Stokes in our community right now. There are Lebanons in our community right now praying for a place where they belong. They're praying for hope. They're wondering what they're missing, ultimately. And when they walk through the door, they find it. And you're going to be a part of that story in so many dozens and hundreds of additional people's lives. What an honor to do this thing with you. I, I just can't say it enough. And uh, I, I want to pray for everyone today. I want to pray for open life. If we had an action point today, it's this simple. Be the people that are leading people into a growing relationship with Jesus. And love on people, love on your neighbors, your co-workers, students. Love people at your schools. Uh, build people up. Serve your teachers. Serve the next person next to you because you never know whether they're the Stokes or the Lebanons of the future. And uh, uh, ultimately, uh, I believe that we're going to see this place filling up and going to... Well, I'm going to get into next week's house, so I'll just be quiet. I'll, I'll just pray for the church and uh, pray for our future and say, man, we are humbly grateful that you've been a part of this journey so far. But again, the best is yet to come. We're not just looking at the past going, man, do you remember the, this time? No, we're like, I can't wait for what's next. And uh, uh, the foundation has been laid. God has been so favorable to us. And, um, yeah. Why don't you stand with us? You guys can stay seated because you're already like so high up, especially you on that tall stool. Anyway. Now I want to pray for everybody today. So, God, I thank you for the opportunity you've had to open our eyes to what you've done. There's so many more stories. We could be here for hours sharing stories of what you've done in and through our lives. And I specifically pray for uh, the Lebanans and the Stokes that you would continue just to watch over their lives and protect them bless them with all the dreams and desires of their heart. Let them dream new dreams. And God, let us dream dreams for families that are our neighbors and acquaintances we have that are the next Stokes or Lebanon's for the future of open life that we'll look back and say, man, 10 years ago you were just walking through the door. Can you believe what's going on now? And God, I pray right now that you would just sweep over this place and give us dreams. Give us insight into your plan for our future. Then, Lord, as well, give us big, huge hearts of gratitude for what you're doing, what you're stirring up in this community. Thank you for a favor with school districts. Thank you for the opportunity to support what they're doing and come alongside and encourage kids in this community. Thank you for the difference we've been able to make in Indonesia and the Dominican Republic and Bangladesh and, and so many other places as we support initiatives and things that are going globally, not just locally. And Lord, as we dream the dreams and we share dreams next week and we look ahead and we can take a 10-year snapshot of what maybe God could be up to, I pray the dreams would start with everybody sitting down here. Awaken within us a passion for people that we would love them and serve them and experience life to the full because we're doing it. In Jesus' name. Amen. Well, we thank God for 10 years.
And that's just the beginning of the story. Churches have such legacy. And I'm pumped that you're a part of it.